Good morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today. We're continuing with our devotional series called Battle Strategies from Heaven, Winning Life's Battles. I hope you're enjoying Sunday's messages as well as our midweek messages, as well as these video and audio devotionals and our written devotional that you can find on Amazon. So let's jump right into it today for the sake of time. Mark chapter 4. We're going to look at the first tactic of Satan. Jesus pairs them together. And he says in verse 15, these are they which are sown by the wayside when the word is sown, but when they've heard, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that is sown in their hearts. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately they receive it with gladness or receive it with a shout. They receive it with joy and celebration and have no root in themselves. So what happened? They didn't let that word go down deep. It was just a shallow level belief. They held it shallowly. They did not let the word go into the heart root deep to where it can change inner belief systems and how strong they believed it. They just believed it on a shallow or superficial level. When they heard the word, immediately received with gladness, have no root in themselves, so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Now notice what Jesus said here. We look at Mark chapter 4 and he compares it to affliction and persecution to the scorching rays of a hot sun. So remember, he's talking to people who are in the Middle East. So imagine how brightly the sun can burn on desert sands and just different parts of the Middle East. So they can imagine that picture. And Jesus is talking about affliction and persecution, having that heat, that pressure that brings to your life. is like the heat of the sun. And what did it do? It scorched the production. It scorched the plant. Now notice these people received the word with gladness, with a shout, with celebration. They received it. They took it as theirs. They claimed it. They praised God for it. And they received immediate production, the parable tells us. So if you want to receive immediate production of the word, you need to celebrate. You need to receive it. You need to claim it. You need to identify it. And then you'll have quick production of the word in your life. But you can't stop there because it says these group of people did not let it go down deep. So after you hear the word, you can just take it once like, I got it. I don't need to hear it again. No, you can hear it again and again and again and again because the scripture's faith comes by hearing and by hearing of the word of God. So it's not a one-time thing. It's a continual thing. And you go over that message until it gets deep in your heart and it challenges some things on the inside of you, challenge some deep held beliefs, challenge some way you thought, and you begin to make changes because of the words you heard. And as you do that on a consistent basis, that word goes down deep. And so when the pressure comes, affliction is pressure brought by circumstance. It could be a sickness. It could be a financial situation. It could be something happening in the world. It's some type of pressure, circumstantial pressure that came from somewhere, maybe out of nowhere. He's like, I don't even know what happened. You would call it a trial. You would call it a storm. There's so many different names to call it, but it's a pressure brought by a circumstance. And it challenges the words you heard. So maybe you heard that God is a healer, but then you got a bad report from a doctor. Maybe you heard that God is a provider, but then you got cut from your job. Or there's some type of financial hardship that showed up, unexpected bill that you don't know how to pay showed up. Or maybe it's something else that happened. Something happened to a family member. Something happened at work. Something that brought great pressure into your circumstance. And it challenges the word you just heard. And so often it challenges the word we just heard recently that we're so glad to receive. So what do we do? Do we throw a pity party? Do we quit? Or do we say, oh yeah, that, that, you know, that word was too good to be true and let go of the word and try to find something else? See, this is what happened to the second group of hearers. 
when affliction and persecution showed up, that it scorched the production of the word they heard. Notice, it didn't destroy the word. It scorched the production. The word would have kept producing in their life if they let the word go down to you. Yes, the production may have been done, but the word would produce more. But because they didn't let the word go down deep, they lost the word they had received in the first place. And when Satan's attack was done, their life had no evidence of receiving the word in the first place. So what do you have to do when affliction attacks? The first thing you do, you make a decision. You are holding on to the word of God no matter what. No matter what the circumstances, no matter what the pressure says, no matter what people say, I'm holding on to the word of God. Then you have to develop what is called patience or also translated cheerful endurance. What happens? A lot of times we want the miracle to happen now. So while I prayed about it, it should happen in the next five seconds. But what if it takes five days, five weeks, five years? How long are you willing to stand to see that come to pass? You have to make a decision to be willing to stand forever if you're willing to receive your miracle. We looked at Ephesians 6 talking about having done all, stand. And sometimes it takes time to do all that you're supposed to do. So while you're doing what God has called you to do and getting his wisdom, you choose to endure with the right attitude. Not endure with a negative attitude, a whining attitude, a murmuring, complaining attitude. No, I'm going to have a good attitude for the joy of the Lord is my strength. God is still good to me. I don't know why this situation is going on, how it happened, but I know the end of the story is I win. My God is good, so I'm going to keep my attitude right. The next you need to find in the scriptures what is a promise that promises you victory in this situation. Then you go to that scripture and you put that scripture in a place where you can see it on a regular basis. You say it on a regular basis. You thank God for it on a regular basis. That scripture is mine. That promise is mine. This situation has to change. I refuse to let it stay the same. Here's what you also have to do. You have to use the authority God has given you in the name of Jesus. We'll talk about more of it tomorrow. You've been given authority in the name of Jesus. So you speak to that situation based off of the word of God and the name and the authority of Jesus. And you command to line up with the word of God. And if necessary, you also have to speak to the spirit behind the situation. Or as we talk about tomorrow, the spirit behind the persecution. You bind it in the name of Jesus and you make it back by your faith and the words that you speak. And then what do you do after that? You praise God. You thank God for the victory. You thank God for his faithfulness. And you believe that situation is going to change. Every single day you get up, you believe the situation is going to change. You go to bed, you get up, and you praise God because you know God's faithfulness. Affliction, pressure brought by circumstance, has taken out many believers and has taken out the production of the word in their life. Don't let a bad day or pressure by circumstance take away your faith. Resist the enemy and he will flee from you. Thanks for watching today. Share with others. Read the written devotional and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.